It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. It's a new episode with the Murder Bucket Podcast. Good evening, Murder Bucket family, and welcome back to Tuesday. Tonight, we are back with another episode in our Last Supper series. We have a two-for-one special for you because these next two inmates have little to no information online. And because of this, I didn't want to leave you with a really short episode this week because you had one last week. Let's quickly do our week-slash-weekend recap. Since the last time that we did this, a couple things have happened. On Friday the 14th, I had a doctor's appointment with an audiologist because I have been noticing some problems with my left ear. Every time that I put my phone up to my left ear, the volume is turned down really far. When I lay in bed on my right side and my husband or daughter tries to talk to me, I can't hear them. I was hoping that it was just going to go away on its own or that it was just earwax buildup or maybe it was just allergies. But it turns out I have something called autosclerosis. In layman's terms, it is arthritis in my middle ear. The three bones behind my eardrum do not move anymore. And I have moderate hearing loss in my left ear and borderline mild hearing loss in my right ear, which I did not realize that I was having problems in that ear, but apparently I am. So this means I'm currently sporting two hearing aids. They are just a demo pair from my audiologist in hopes that I can adjust to them and everything kind of works out while we wait for my official hearing aids to come in. I'm not going to bore you with any more details here on this episode, but if you would like to know more about what's going on, you're more than welcome to send me a message on social media. You can send me an email. My social media links are in our show notes. They are also listed at the very end of this episode. So feel free to send me a message. I'm happy to share any details that you want to know, any information you have, anything that you think would help, any tips or tricks would be fantastic. Moving on, we went to the zoo last Sunday with several of our friends and we had absolutely gorgeous weather. We had fantastic group of friends with us. And everyone was super exhausted by the time we got home, but we had a fantastic time. This past Saturday, I went with a few of my girlfriends to help one of our mutual friends pick out a wedding dress, and we are so happy for her and her fiancé. She looks absolutely gorgeous in her dress, and I'm not going to give away details because I know he listens to this podcast. Don't even think about it, Gavin. And finally, I sang for the second time at church on Sunday in a very long time. I was a lot less nervous than I was going into this the first time several weeks ago. It was a fantastic service. If you would like to see the live stream that they have, um, I'm happy to share it with you. Again, just send me a message on social media or send me an email. We're going to go ahead and get into tonight's episode. And like I said at the beginning, we are discussing two different inmates because there is little to no information about them online. And we are talking about Lawrence Russell Brewer and Robert Anthony Buell. The only places that I found any background information about Lawrence was on historica.fandom.com and theforgivenessfoundation.org. 
In these articles, it states this. Lawrence was born on March 13, 1967. He dropped out of high school in 11th grade and worked as a laborer. He acquired views on white supremacy while he was in prison for drug possession and burglary. In 1991, he was paroled but violated that parole in 1994 and was sent back. While in prison for the second time, he became friends with John William King, who was in a white supremacist gang. Lawrence claimed that he joined this gang in order to protect himself from other prisoners. In 1998, he participated in the murder of James Beard Jr. James Beard Jr. was born on May 2, 1949 in Jasper, Texas. After graduating high school, he got married and had three children, Renee, Ross, and Jamie. He worked as a vacuum salesman. On June 7, 1998, James accepted a ride from Sean Barry, Lawrence Brewer, and John King. Instead of taking him home, they drove James to a remote country road out of town, beat him severely, spray-painted his face, urinated and defecated on him. They then chained him by his ankles to the truck before dragging him over three miles. James died halfway along the route when his right arm and head were severed from his body when he hit a culvert. They then dumped his remains in front of an African-American church and drove to a barbecue. A person who drove by found his body the following morning. Along the route, police found a wrench inscribed with berry on it as well as a lighter inscribed with possum, which was John King's nickname. They also found 81 places that included portions of James's remains. Autopsy reports show that James attempted to keep his head up while he was being dragged and that he was alive for most of this traumatic event. Police called the FBI roughly 24 hours after the discovery of James's remains due to the fact that Lawrence and John were well-known white supremacists and this was determined to be a hate crime. During Lawrence's trial, a psychiatrist testified that he did not appear repentant for his crimes. He was also labeled as a racist psychopath. Lawrence was convicted and sentenced to death and placed on death row. The day before his execution, he had an interview with KHOU 11 News in Houston and is quoted saying, As far as regrets? No, I have no regrets. No, I'd do it all over again to tell you the truth. So what was Lawrence's Last Supper request? Lawrence asked for two chicken fried steaks with gravy and sliced onions, a triple patty bacon cheeseburger, a cheese omelet with ground beef, tomatoes, onions, bell peppers, and jalapenos, a bowl of fried okra with ketchup, a pound of barbecue meat with half a loaf of white bread, three fully loaded fajitas, a meat lover's pizza, a pint of bluebell vanilla ice cream, a slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed peanuts on top, and three root beers. I have to say that most of this sounds really delicious besides the bell peppers and the jalapenos. I'm just 100% not for that. But there is no way that I could eat any of this food. And clearly, Lawrence couldn't either, because as soon as everything arrived, he told the guards that he was not hungry and refused to eat any of it. The meal was then discarded, which prompted State Senator John Whitmere to request that last meals be terminated. The prison agency's executive director terminated this immediately. 
So now anyone in the state of Texas who gets executed receives the exact same meal as everyone else. Which I think is absolutely fantastic because Lawrence was absolutely ridiculous in his last meal request. If you have a different opinion on this, let me know. Lawrence was then executed on September 21st, 2011 by lethal injection. And now we're going to move on to Robert Anthony Buell. There is very little background information regarding Robert Buell. The only information that I could find is on wikipedia.com. Robert Buell was born on September 10, 1940. He was a former planning department worker in Akron, Ohio. On July 17, 1982, Robert was seen abducting Krista Harrison in Marshallville, Ohio. Her body was found six days later. Autopsy reports showed that she had been sexually assaulted and strangled. Robert was found guilty of Krista's murder and sentenced to death on April 11, 1984. For the next 18 years, he sat on death row. So what was Robert's Last Supper request? His was very simple. Robert requested a single black unpitted olive. Absolutely not. I think olives are disgusting. What do you think about olives? My husband and daughter absolutely love them. Robert was executed by lethal injection on September 25, 2002. In 2010, eight years after he was executed, DNA evidence linked Robert to the murder of Tina Marie Harmon. And that concludes tonight's episode regarding Lawrence Russell Brewer and Robert Anthony Buell. Like I said at the beginning, it was a very short episode because there was little to no information regarding these two inmates. Before you go, please take a moment to listen to this promo from my friends at the Love is Black podcast. Hi, I'm Harvey. And I'm Carice. And we are the Laguerres. And welcome to the Love is Black podcast. I've got a question for you. You ever been in love? Are you in a relationship? Do you identify with hashtag black love? Because if so, this might be the place for you. Because we're going to discuss weekly various topics and issues that impact not just us and our family and our relationship, but you might also identify with too. We've been married for 10 years. So as you can imagine, we've dealt with many issues. We've dealt with our kids, raising them, finances, paying for them, our families, age difference, sex, everything. Issues that everybody deals with at one time or another. Mm -hmm. So if you've wanted to talk about these things with somebody who's dealt with them, just like you have, then you found the right place. We welcome you to be a voyeur into our conversations and the conversations of others as we eventually get you to speak in and get a voice in this whole conversation. We want you to join us in our journey as we're going to discuss love in the culture. But we do this with mutual respect, love, and a recognition of how our relationship is seen in the world. Definitely. So get ready, guys, because love is many things. But this good love is Black. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.